0: Hello, everybody. You're on the line with Nimbus Gaming. I'm your host, Nimbus, and today marks another great day in the world of eSports, and I say that because the international is going on. As I speak, Team Liquid and Team Fanatic are going head-to-head in order to make top six of TI. We're down to the final eight teams. Sitting atop the bracket are Wings Gaming and Evil Geniuses. This should come as no surprise to many and or maybe it comes as a big surprise to most. In the lower bracket, we have eHome, we have Fnatic Liquid, who we're playing right now, and we have MVP Phoenix. So right now, we there, there's kind of a few things I guess I want to talk about, and we'll we'll see how far I get into it. I guess the first thing I want to talk about is evil geniuses and uh, how the event, how how all the the things that have led up to this this time have worked in their favor to help them reach as far as they have in the international. And it's been a series of very fortunate events. They seemed very unfortunate at the time, very unfortuitous, but they have, because of that, they have culminated into a very a very fortunate situation for them. Let's rewind a sec. This is a team that won TI last year. They won TI-5 2015. They put up a pretty dominant performance, especially against the really strong Chinese teams like CDEC. They... Managed to outlast a lot of the other the other Western Western teams, and they were able to deal very well with these with the these the, the Chinese innovation at the time was that your core, as soon as he hit like level six or seven, had his ultimate had his big big damage dealing spells, especially with the Phantom Lancer and the Gyrocopter, you would rotate to another lane. Secure a kill and try to secure an objective. That was the innovation that the Chinese teams came up with, and it would always catch the Western teams by surprise. And they didn't, it was very hard for them to, to react to that and break the mold. MVP Phoenix, obviously, they just cave Mandota, rush at people, and play their own games. So they didn't really have a problem with it, thus they finished top six. But the Chinese teams, this innovation really caught a lot of teams by surprise until Evil Geniuses discovered that the Chinese teams couldn't handle techies. And as soon as as soon as soon Evil Geniuses started abusing the techies, the Snowball, the Tusk plus techies combo, the techies and Leshrac versus and Clockwork, and you play 4v5 and the techies just takes over the map, like the the game was over, right? So this team... They, they brilliantly win TI. They figure out how they figure out that the Chinese teams well, they've been they were innovative. They could not innovate when it came to this hero. So they go into the first Valve announces the majors, and they go into the first major of the year, and that major is Frankfurt. And it's a really big deal. First major, first of event. This team, it's still the same roster from the International, actually, no, it wasn't, because they kicked Aoi. They kicked Aoi, and they picked Artizi back up because Arteezy left secret, and Fear moved to the fourth position. And this, the team really had a hard time with the arteezy Sumail ppd dynamic, right? You, They really had a hard time, and there was turmoil in the team up until about three, up until about, like, a month and a half ago or two months ago. Like, the team roster changed. They had to play through the open qualifiers because their roster changed right after the middle of major or epicenter. They just placed really badly because the problems because PPD and Awe are just, they can't play together anymore. They... They won the international, sure, and Aoi's an international winner, and that's a really big accomplishment, and I, this is not a reflection on Aoi 2000 as a player, but P V D and Aoi just can't play together, right? The, the way that Aoi plays the game and, and thinks about the game, great on the way that PPD thinks about the game. The only reason they stuck together was because of the international, and they ended up doing really well and getting really far, so the they they had it didn't they tried bulb and the off lane when universe went to secret universe was not happy at secret found out that secret had way more problems at EG than EG and the grass was way greener and so now they're doing really well in the tournament. And because of this series of roster changes and poor performances and other majors and other other tournaments you you end up with this roster that and that people have very little in information on oh and another important thing is that Zai decided to come back and play Dota and PPD said, was able to recruit Zai back to back to Evil Geniuses and he Zai is probably one of the best Dota players of all time and the way he plays the game is in he he plays the game and understands the limits of the game in a way in a way few people few people do, right? So because he's an enabler. He he figures out how to enable the here the other people on his team to play better, to be better by playing so well. So because universe left secret and came back to EG, because Die, decided to come back and play Dota. They only had one tournament to play with this roster before T.I., and that tournament was Star, Star Ladder Invitational. And if you didn't watch that, Evil Geniuses, they threw every game. They tried to with their draft, but then they just played the game, right? They, they picked Sumail, these mid-heroes, like Oracle, like AA, because... Evil Geniuses is a team like most teams that they want to enable one person on that team. Usually usually here's how teams work, right? Usually this is how teams work. There's one person on that team that if you enable them, they take over the game and they will win it for you. If if they get shut down, if they get shut out, if they get destroyed at any point during the game, they're not gonna they're going to have a terrible time. The game, and you're probably going to lose. It makes the game a lot harder. And on EG, Sumail is that player. On Secret, Arteezy is that player, right? If you enable Arteezy, that he will take over the game and win it for you. But you have to enable Arteezy. And right now, the problem Secret's having is that they have Arteezy and Eternal Envy. And Envy is usually, it was the one on Cloud9 that was calling the shots, that was doing trying to get his team to enable him. So back to Evil Geniuses, right? So Sumail, while I'm talking about this, a lot of these principles can be applied and looked at at other teams. Like, for example, TNC. Why is TNC doing so well? People do not have footage of how their players play. They don't have the ability to watch as much replay footage as as other teams say secret or ed- evil geniuses like well players on those teams have been playing for a long time they have they have firing patterns they have ward placement positions they have things they have tendencies they have all these different things excuse me that separate them as players and so e.g have very little footage on them, playing as a five-man team. Zai hasn't had footage on him in over a year. Sumail, they haven't given away the heroes that he's going to play, so there's no footage on him from the past couple months, and EG hasn't been doing very well, so people pro- either wrote them off or they just didn't didn't think that they would need to worry about them. Or whatever, right? Everyone came into the tournament thinking OG was hot stuff, thinking Liquid was hot stuff, and everybody prepared for them and guess what? OG uh ends up go, goes out as soon as they get knocked in the lower bracket, they lose to TNC, another team that people didn't have very much footage on and didn't know how to play against. And they they lost against E Home, who is just on a roll, right? E home has been on a was on a rampage until last night when they lost to Evil Geniuses. But those games, those two – that first game was probably the best Dota game that's ever been played, right? It's not the TI3, Game 5, Alliance versus Navi, just because of the the situation, but in terms of just gameplay and and the, the way that both teams reacted and played around each other and played. Like, the, the greatest – one of the greatest plays of all time, like up there with – the S4 Dream Coil stopping the TPs of Navi, allowing Alliance to to like triple racks them. I think is what they did. They got Mega Creeps in one, or they they got the they got the throne in one. He, Sumail hits an arrow, uses shoots an arrow as Murana while the Jug is Omni slashing. And times it such that as soon as the jug gets out of the omni-slash, the arrow hits him. I mean, how many people, there, there probably is not a single person in the world who can do that. So all these factors culminate into evil geniuses, not into their success right now. TNC, very similar story. Right now, many people have much tape on them. They get a little bit further in. People kind of realize how they play, what they like to play, their warding spots, their, their kind of the cheekiness that they bring to the game, and they have a much harder time. Right? They're, they're not able to capitalize on the the lack of information. So now it comes down to a raw, a raw, a game of raw skill, and they they got out outplayed in the second game and out-drafted in the third, or they got out-drafted in the second and third game. So, that's all the time I have for right now. I think I'm going to do a double header. So, this is Nimbus Gaming. Until next time.